So um, we are uh, recording this on um, Tuesday. It is uh, 7.02 um, Central Daylight Time. Um, just a few hours ago, there was another um, school shooting. Uh, as of right now, um, the, the last thing that I read, um, there are now 18 children dead and uh, also three adults. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where we are right now. Um, a week before uh, the anniversary of the Sandy Hook massacre, uh, just a week after um, the white nationalist terrorist attack uh, at the supermarket in Buffalo, um, you know, and yet again, we come back to the, um, to that old saying, uh, you know, how can this happen? Asks a country where this happens all the time. Exactly. Um, we're actually, this has been the fourth year anniversary of the Santa Fe high school shooting here in Texas, because it happened May of 2018. So that that anniversary just passed because it was on the 18th and then this happens and you spoke about, you know, Buffalo and the shooting and killing of black people shopping at a grocery store, mostly elderly black people shopping at a grocery store by a white supremacist. Um, That messed me up. Yeah, there was the 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 church shooting church shooting as well. So um. The Buffalo shooting messed me up, but this one really like took me down bad Um, because as soon as they said the ages of the kids, 10 years old. Yeah. um, As a former elementary school teacher, I taught fifth grade, but I would interact with the fourth graders and the third graders sometimes, you know, and just to see, you know, their innocence, but their inquisitive minds and their silliness and the one to make you laugh like just even my middle school students that I taught were, were that way so just to imagine that those lives were wiped out you know and as much as people will say that you know there's a mental illness issue going on um that there is toothaches tooth aches you know, the Buffalo shooter, who's the guy that said that crap? Ben Collins. Ben Collins. Saying that it was because of a toothache. Really, Ben? Like, yeah. I had a toothache a year a year or two ago. I had to get my wisdom tooth pulled. And it hurt like hell. But I didn't want to go and shoot up a place. I, um, before I had a job where I had insurance, uh, I had a broken tooth that uh got infected and would cause me severe pain uh, you know 80 percent of the day i i never once thought i'm gonna go shoot up a grocery store in a majority black neighborhood exactly um that like and then the people that are co-signing on that shit <laughs> yeah you know, like this is a wonderful thread. It's very eye-opening. No, it's a thread that's full of shit. Yeah, like no. don't don't use a racist 
attack to justify this is why we need medicare for all fuck you no like that's that was fucked up and 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 once again it showed that people don't like the 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 acknowledgement of black lives are are basically a it's a, a new point really yeah. you know to these individuals and i've always felt like the far left has a race racism issue i mm-hmm. still think that to this very day it it they confirm this with me all the time um but this shooter here in in um in texas in uvalde texas which is five hours away from where i am um as you <laughs> we were talking before we started recording like everything in texas is like five hours away from yeah. <laughs> everywhere um that shooter was hispanic yeah you know um he killed his grandmother according to reports before he went and targeted that school um i feel like there are some people on the right in the republican party the gop that are going to try to make this a immigration issue or they a border have. issue they and it's already you, started so that's bullshit <laughs> fuck I you mean, for saying that guys those of you that are, are pushing this foolishness here's, here's the other thing okay let's let's just say for argument's sake um that you know he was an undocumented person okay Mm -hmm. all right that he was um still able to walk into a um firearm retailer and get a gun purchase a gun Mm -hmm. in texas thanks to the republican legislature making it easier for people to get guns because i believe we are a state that doesn't require a permit to carry or training exactly so and there are tweets from governor um abbott i almost said something but i'm gonna be good (laughs) 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 um there's a tweet from governor abbott like numerous tweets um where he's like saying hey california has more guns than than texas does Come on, Texas, get it together, you know, pushing for us to be wild, wild west, basically. Yeah. And then when we have the situation where someone who is 18 years old can go into a store and purchase a gun, I don't care if they are legal or not, not a citizen of this country. You were 18. You should not be able to purchase a gun. But there again, that's the Republican legislature who lowered exactly. the firearm purchasing age. Mm-hmm. So, and not only are there people who should not have guns getting guns, there are over 400 million guns out there. Yeah. 400 million. And that's not including ghost guns. Yeah. <laughs> that are out there. And when people are talking about crime and people are being shot and killed, it's going up, it's going up. Look at the states that this is going up in. And look at those states that voting on making it easier for people to get guns, permitless carry. Yeah. There's a correlation right there. And most of those are red states. And I mean, you know, we can can take that a step further. Um, You know, the, the big argument that is, you know, for pro second amendment is that 
well, if you ban guns, people are just going to find another way to go get them. Okay. That same argument applies to abortion. Sure does. And, you know, it's where this shooter came from, his, his country of origin, his, um, his immigration status, you know, doesn't matter because he was still able to legally walk into a store and purchase a gun. In so, the state of Texas. In the state of Texas. So we don't have an immigration problem. Mm-mm. We don't have, you know, yes, there, there is a mental health problem in this country. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, like I'm willing to go there and say that there's a mental health issue in this country that yeah. we don't address because we don't address mental health properly. Right. We're, we're coming there's, off of a pandemic for being in this particular quote unquote new normal for two, almost three damn years. And their people aren't processing those things properly. Yeah. There's constant, you know, barrage of tragedy after tragedy after tragedy after tragedy that we're being hit with, yeah. you know, and people are losing it. Like yeah. we're, so, we're not okay. No, we're not. <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're fucked up. <laughs> there were, there were never like, you know, the just recently there was a fight at a high school graduation over some seats people are fighting on airplanes you know fucking the farmer from babe is gluing himself to a counter at starbucks that's so ridiculous like people are not okay no but you know this this country uh there is still very much a stigma about um mental health mental health um, so, so yes, there is a mental health problem in this country, but it does not correlate to mm-hmm. the gun problem. Thank you. A gun problem that there's one party that wants to deal with it, that want, they don't want to take away guns, but they want to regulate it. <laughs> they want yeah. to regulate it, put restrictions on, on things like we put restrictions on getting a driver's license. Or, or we put restrictions on, you know, what, how many, you know, pain medications that you can take. There's restrictions on things for a reason. Um, yeah. There's one party that wants to do that. But then there's another party that doesn't want to do that. That, you know, is afraid of the National Rifle Association, the NRA. You know, they're, they're afraid of being primary and they're, they're afraid of losing power. Um, you, you talk about, and this is directed to those individuals, you know, you talk about, you know, the life of children and wanting children to, you know, survive. That's really a, one of the biggest reasons why you are, quote unquote, that you say you're wanting to end abortions or whatever. It's funny how you only care about the life of the child when that child or when that fetus is inside of the mother. Yeah. Once that child is born... And that child takes his first breath. Y'all don't give a damn about kids, especially brown and black kids. Yep. So y'all can miss me with that bullshit. Yeah. Y- y'all can miss me with the thoughts and prayers because I'm sick of thoughts and prayers. Y- you can miss me with this whole banning books because it wasn't the books that killed these babies. It was an 18 year old student. From Uvalde High School 
who was able to get a gun that killed these babies and their teachers and other staff on their campus and killed his grandmother. You all made this easier, Republicans. You all made this easier. I think more, more than anything, what, what I would do if I were a member of Congress, and you know, this is not me telling any elected official what to do. This is just, you know, if, if I was an elected official, you know, on the federal level, this is what I would do. I would sit down and I'd write out a bill. Mm-hmm. And in that bill, it would be an amendment to the second amendment of the constitution that defines exactly what the second amendment means. Hmm. And I would, you know, I'd pull somebody from the other side of the aisle, make it a bipartisan thing and just say, you know what, let's just define this amendment. And I'd bring it to the floor and I'd force a vote on it. Yeah. And I would defy any Republican to vote against it because those ads w- would write themselves. They really would. And, and, and let's, can we go to the second amendment? Because I, I, I'm, I'm tired of people throwing it around saying that goes against my second amendment. Right. And many people don't even, or have never read the second amendment fully. Um, it says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Again, (laughs) a well-regulated militia. What's a militia? (laughs) That's a military force. I I mean, it's it's important to note that when it says a well-regulated militia, Mm -hmm. um, that is talking about the United States Armed Services. Yes. That's the Department of Defense. The citizens in question are not, you know, Johnny son of a bitch from backwoods, Georgia. No. It's talking about the members of the armed forces. The second amendment is about the military. Mm-hmm. And at the time when it was written, during the American Revolution or after the American Revolution, after the articles on a confederation failed or whatnot. Many of the members of the military at that time period were your local people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was your well-regulated militia. They were the townsmen that would take up arms to go and defend the country. Yep. Then eventually we evolved into having a draft. <laughs> yep. Now we no longer have a draft. We have a voluntary military. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I can go a whole nother way about that, that the fact that it kind of preys on minorities or people that are, you know, in debt with the promise of getting you out of debt and yeah. so on and so forth. But whatever, that's a whole nother topic. But it's a whole nother show. Yes. But again, this amendment is being misconstrued purposely. Mm-hmm. Purposely. Yeah. By members of Congress. And just in the same way that, you know, there are people who purposely uh, misconstrue 
the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. The First Amendment protects you from government censorship. Mm. The First Amendment does not protect you from consequences of what you may say in public or on social media. Mm. It doesn't protect you from private companies. Yes. It protects you from the government. You have a right to free speech regarding speaking out against your government. You have that right. Because again, let's go a little history lesson. You know, during the American Revolution, many of the colonists would get in trouble and jail for speaking out against the British government. So that was one of the grievances that was in the Declaration of Independence. And that grievance was addressed in the Constitution with the First Amendment, because when they were working to ratify the Constitution, they wanted those protections in there for the American people from the government. Yeah. And actually, you know what? While we're talking about the Constitution, let's just take it a step further. Let's go. Okay. Um, one of one of the bases for you know, why the American Revolution happened and, you know, why, you know, this country was born um, is because of taxation without representation in the government. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have... um, What is the word I'm looking for? Um... It's it's not a it's not a commonwealth. It's uh, we have um, territories, territories mm-hmm. um, that that pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have no representation in our government. None. We uh, currently have a a district, mm-hmm. the District of Columbia. Yes. Um, they they pay federal taxes. Those people pay federal taxes and and yet they don't they don't have a representative in Congress. Mm -mm. Which is why when the January 6th terrorist attack happened, that the mayor of Washington, D.C. was waiting on the National Guard from somewhere to come in. Because they they aren't a state. Yeah, they <laughs> if they were, have... if 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 the mayor of DC was the governor, she could have called on the state national guard. Yeah, you know, so DC has no representation in Congress. They have a delegate. <laughs> the U.S. Virgin Islands, they have no representation in Congress. They have a delegate. They have a delegate. Um, Puerto Rico has no representation in Congress. They have a delegate, I believe um let's see guam guam samoa yeah am i right yeah so there's i mean that's just five five. there's like there's 17 of them yeah um hang on hang on i want to i want to pull them up Mm -hmm. but they Um, all seem to have something in common not a one of them has representation outside of a delegate Mm -hmm. well yeah congress that but there's something else. There's 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 a commonality between those territories. Uh, and if they're majority minority, that's it. I feel like if they were majority white, they would have 
instantly become yep. states. Oh, okay. It's just it's just five. It's okay. uh, American Samoa, Guam, mm-hmm. uh, the Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, and the mm-hmm. U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know and they then, all they all have delegates. Yeah. Um, but none of them are voting members of Congress. Yeah. None of them are voting members of Congress. So it's skewed. So minority representation in Congress is vastly skewed because many of them do not have, or many of us do not have proper representation. And it's, and it's important to note that the residents of these territories are citizens. Yes. They are citizens of this country. Yes, they are. They can come in and out of the U.S. without a passport. They're citizens. They vote in the presidential election. Yes. They have whole ass primaries. Yes. But they don't they don't have a vote in the laws that get made that affect them. Mm-hmm. You know, so so when 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 you sit and posture on social media and you say that you're not voting in a general election or the midterms or a local election or whatever. Um, Not only are you spitting in the face of people who died to get the right to vote, you are spitting in the face of people who live in United States territories who have no representation, Mm -hmm. but they pay the same taxes that you do. They are held accountable under the same laws that you are to not vote. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm saying this because, you know, today is Tuesday. Uh, it's a, it's a primary day. I voted, Brandon voted. I voted. Yeah. Um, you know, to not vote is the most selfish thing you can do. You're not helping anybody, not even yourself. May I go a step further, sir? Absolutely to try and convince people to not vote it's even more selfish and 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 irresponsible and i bring that up because uncle luke famous florida rapper uncle luke and the two live crew you know with the famous songs band in the usa i want to rock it's your birthday scarred you know raise the roof many of them top 50 hits in the United States, top 100 hits or whatever. Uncle Luke took to his Twitter to basically complain and ask this quote-unquote rhetorical question, what has Biden done for Black folks? And it's funny how these questions always come up when there's a Democrat that's in office or there's a Democrat that is on the verge of winning or when the Democrats are in the process of retaking the um, congressional um, average of the, the polling in the congressional ballots um, for Congress or control of the, of the House and, and Senate. Um, that was his question. And people answered his question, but like many rappers his age and older, he wanted to use his platform to sow seed and sow doubt in the minds of Black people who are the backbone of the the Democratic Party um, in hopes, I believe, in hopes of trying to suppress turnout 
in Florida, especially, um, especially with Val Demings being possibly likely the Democrat nominee for the Senate to go against Marco Rubio. And I also find it very interesting that um, Uncle Luke of the Two Live Crew um, had so many wonderful things to say about and tweet about Marco Rubio. I yeah. Like, I was gonna. I was gonna mention that he's got. He's got a history, he a history. of being very vocal in favor of Marco Rubio. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very vocal in favor of the former occupant of the White House, the orange um, sweetie bird with alopecia. Yeah. Um, the twice impeached, forever a disgrace. Retired. One, retired one term. one term. He's never going to get another term. No. <laughs> Um, so he was very, very um, um, vocal about his support for for the former president, President Trump, for Marco yeah. Rubio and things like that. So it's there, there, there's this common trend by black rappers of a certain age that come out the woodworks who have never been political before in their lives, who have never said anything political, who have never told people to vote or whatnot. Now you're coming out telling folks not to vote, to hold your vote hostage until black folks get what they want or gets get what we need the biden administration have they've done many things plenty of things for the for the black population for the black citizens in this country black unemployment has decreased drastically the number of black owned businesses has increased by I feel like by 17 percent yes it's at its highest rate since you know 2021 so it's, it's at a higher rate prior to what it was in 2021. You know, so the child tax credit that was out there that was helping Black families. The infrastructure bill is going to help Black people and Black families. And Internet. it's important to note that, you know, if we expand our majority in the Senate, the tax credit comes, the child tax credit comes back. It comes back. That George Floyd and policing bill that Tim Scott purposely held up single-handedly, that comes back. That you know, comes the, back. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act. That, that comes, comes back. back. Those things come back. The likelihood of D.C. actually becoming a state. That can come back. You know, there, Congress is, is passing a bill, I think, like sometime this week that you know will basically say that if puerto rico wants to become a state you know they will will allow it if they want to Mm -hmm. you know we 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 get all that we get none of that if republicans take back control yeah that increase in funding for hbcus the biggest that's gone one-time increase in the history of this country that was because of Democrats. That was that was because of President Joe Biden. That was because of Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. So when people say, what have they done for Black people? They've done a lot. The representation that we're having in, in this cabinet, on the judiciary, in, in these courts. That's that's the other thing. Like, if if you were excited about seeing a Black woman elevated to you know the highest court in the country we can have more of that way more more representation way more we don't we don't get that with republicans you you saw what mitch mcconnell did to Mm -hmm. former president obama 
Yeah. And that that turtle face motherfucker said the greatest thing that I did was to look Barack Obama in his face and deny him that court pick. That's what he said. So, you know, sitting, sitting out in the midterms, especially these midterms, because there's so much on the line. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's irresponsible. It, it is irresponsible. And, you know, a lot of people uh, bemoan that, you know, every every election cycle, people say this is the most consequential election of our lifetime. That's but that's because elections have consequences. Consequences that we don't see immediately that we see down the line. Yeah. So the 2016 election, we I was screaming it. Greg was screaming it. Many of us were screaming it on on social media to our friends that will listen that, look, the Supreme Court is on the line with this particular election. We have to protect the Supreme Court. We have the opportunity of making the Supreme Court liberal for the first time in, I want to say, 30 to 40 years. The first time. And that didn't happen because people were like, oh, I just can't do this immediately. We're not ready for a woman to be president yet. We weren't ready for an orange blob to be president yet either. But look what happened. And, you know, to to the people who said that it was fear mongering about, you know, the Supreme Court becoming majority conservative and, you know, the possibility that uh, Roe v. Wade would get overturned. Take responsibility for what you did. Yes. This is on you. Own it. Own it. And I will specifically say this to Susan Sarandon, that this is on you. Because you got on TV and said that you don't vote with your vagina. And we've said this before on a previous episode. But, you know, now you have gotten on your Twitter soapbox and you're... You're demanding that, you know, elected officials do something about reproductive justice. But you yourself said that you don't vote with your vagina. Hmm. So you cannot sit there and be concerned now. That right, bitch. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your reproductive organs have nothing to do with how you vote. And you said that yourself. She sure did. And there is tape and there are screenshots. She said it out of home beef suckers. She said that. So she said it. So fuck you. Mm. Hmm. <sighs> and then that Bree Bree girl, that what, what's her name? That used to be the communications person for Sanders. The Rudy. one one of one of the real reasons his campaign tanked. Mm-hmm. Booty mouth. That's what I call a booty mouth. She tweeted, you know, basically saying that the Supreme Court didn't matter. Like, that's not a big deal at all. And then she's going and scrubbing those messages. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point she doubled down. Now she's going to scrub and, and get rid of it. Fuck you, in Jesus' name. Screenshots are forever, Bree. Mm-hmm. Screenshots. There's a reason why Simone Sanders is successful and has mm-hmm. her own has two shows on MSNBC. Yeah. Two. And you are basically trying to become the new Candace Owens. 
with your sexual predator, you know, podcast partner that's missing that you don't even mention anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where is where is uh where's Virgil? Where's Virgil? Where's Virgil Bree? Hmm. Where's Virgil Booty Mouth? Hmm. Hmm. And I call her Booty Mouth because she's always got shit coming out of it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Uncle Luke and and other black male rappers, hoteps, whoever's paying y'all, can they just pay y'all to shut the fuck up? <laughs> just do us a favor, because they couldn't they couldn't um persuade black folks not to vote in twenty twenty with Ice Cube. So now you coming out, Uncle Luke? Now you coming out? Just, so, just admit it. You like, you like Republicans. Just, just admit it. Yeah. You like, just be upfront with it. Just be upfront. Don't try to, you know, paint it or put it on this facade of you, you know, being concerned because you're not concerned. Because you are a black man, but you're a different tax bracket than the rest of us. <clears throat> so. Monkeypox is a thing again. I saw that. Monkeypox. Fucking monkeypox. And now the monkeypox. Now the CDC is saying that uh, you know there's it is more likely um, for gay and bisexual men to uh, catch it, um, which is problematic. Problematic um, as fuck. There are several because, problematic things with this. Right. Keep going. <laughs> but you know, because this in in what is now an already um hypertense political atmosphere, this is going to ratchet up um the homophobia and Big time. the transphobia and the biphobia. Um you know the CDC in recent years uh you know people like to harp that dems have a messaging problem the real messaging problem is the fucking cdc (laughs) because they could have you know just said hey if if you're out there sucking dirty dicks doesn't matter who you are first of all you shouldn't be sucking dirty dicks right i'm there, there, there is that, but you know, it's, it's, it, it's very much glossing over that, you know, you can get monkeypox from touching anybody who's got it. Anyone. It, like it, it doesn't fucking matter if, if they have come in contact with somebody with monkeypox, if you know, you shake their hand or you hug them or you know, skin to skin contact, you're going to get monkeypox too. Yes. It's not respiratory. It's skin. Yeah. This is, you know, and this harkens back to the stigma during uh, the AIDS crisis. Yes. Because there was a lot of misinformation Mm -hmm. that said you can get HIV and AIDS from touching someone, which is not true. That's just, and, you know, some people, there are some ignorant people that still think that shit. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Unless you are fucking somebody raw <laughs> or they have a cut, you have a cut and y'all smear blood on each other. 
that's the only the only way that you'll catch yeah hiv the only way yeah. and this and this and the cdc with this monkeypox you know being um quote unquote blamed on gay men and bisexual men it started because they said that the the individuals in in europe that got it were now correct me if i'm wrong were they in they said they were having in a club or whatnot or they were it the this monkey pox outbreak came out of a rave there was a rave mm, okay and and that's that's where it came from right. um in a rave there's close contact there's not yeah. necessarily sex there's there there there's close contact you're in proximity with each other you're sweating yes. you're dancing you're moving all that stuff so that's where it came from so you're fucked up on ecstasy like that's, that's, you're you're hugging and loving on everybody right you know somebody scream like <laughs> no. um, so i so it's, it's not because they were having sex with each other right. it's just you know because a few years ago i want to say 2003 wasn't there a monkey pox scare then yep and it came from a from scientists or people that handled animals mm -hmm. that caught it. It's it's irresponsible. It is. You shame, know, shame on you, CDC, for for that. Shame on you, and shame on these news magazines and these news shows for who they're displaying with the imagery yes. of monkeypox. You know, almost every mainstream media show has shown a, a news show. And magazine has shown a black person or someone's black skin with monkeypox. Yeah. But one of the countries um, in Africa, I feel like it was um, Ghana, I think, could be wrong. They actually had a white person on there with the monkeypox. <laughs> so they flipped the script. Good. Good for them. Yeah. And, and, and shout out to uh, the, the people of Ghana. Uh, they are the top listeners of our other show. Um, it's like yeah. this. Um, they are they are always the first when we when we drop an episode. The minute I hit upload, like <laughs> there there's a map on um, the the platform that all our shows are hosted on. Mm -hmm. um, and when you upload an episode, when people start to download it, uh -huh. um, the different countries start to pop. Ooh. Um, so it kind of shows you where everybody's coming from. Uh, every time I upload an episode of uh, It's Like This, um, without fail, within seconds, um, that, that little Ghana icon is boop, 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 boop. So, so shout out to the people of Ghana who are, who are listening to yeah. this. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. One of my friends, she's from Ghana, and she, she, she like tells us everything about Ghana. Ghana. We're like, well, what do you call people from Ghana? Like we, you know, just to let us, and she said, oh, Ghanaian. Oh, okay, cool. So those were some great things to learn and just, yeah. and it's funny how they they know who's from where. <laughs> based on how to, like, no, you're from, no, you're, and it's it's hilarious. Um, mm. I want to go to Ghana one day. I want to visit Ghana and um, Benin. I want to visit there um, and just kind of have the experience. And um and and just go to the motherland and just you know reconnect. I just want to put my my feet on the soil <laughs> and have that experience. I think that'll be so awesome.
awesome. Um, but to get back to the whole, you know, the foolishness that the news media is doing, trying to perpetuate this idea that this is a black disease or a disease of Africa. Stop that shit. That's, and this is, you know, it's, it's racism in the media mm-hmm. because, you know, oh, it's called monkeypox. So you automatically show pictures of w- black people. Mm-hmm. Knowing the histori- history yeah. of black people being compared to monkeys. That's, I mean, it's, it's subliminal racism. We're not the ones that look like monkeys. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, can't, can't argue mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wash our whole bodies. There is, there is that. With soap. And a washcloth. And a washcloth. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that is all the time we have for part one. Uh, we will be back, uh, with part two, uh, shortly. So stick around. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, make sure you like, and subscribe. So you don't miss any of, uh, the stupidity that we bring to the airwaves every Thursday. Um, and leave us a five-star review, uh, and some comments. Tell us what you'd like to hear stuff like that. Um, Brandon's got feet pics for sale. If anybody's and, interested in that. And Greg has nudes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> the good kind. I show pole and hole. <laughs>